Hey, what's up, Nerd Funnelers? It's Bob Shway coming at you. Uh, you're listening to Nerd Funnel, where we take all the nerd news of the world and funnel it into your more than willing ear holes. Uh, with me today is Fuki. Hey, everyone. And today we are talking about the best ways to travel in games, movies, uh, TV, the best travel methods, teleportation, mm-hmm. airships. Yep. Um, what else we got? Chocobos. Chocobos. Animals. Animals, yes. Horses. Epona from Link. Yep. That's a good one. I know. We got lots to talk about. So let's let's start with airships because there's a wide variety of, of, of airships to talk about. Yep. Um, airships is like actually not just like a, a Final Fantasy thing, but um, it goes through a lot of different uh, RPGs. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, they've got the, the old-timey like kind of steampunky propeller <laughs> which like legit would not fly at all in real life because like you look yeah. at the side they're like gigantic galleons that like okay what's the one from final fantasy 9 um oh that one the yes. tantalus right tantalus yes yeah so that's like it's like a big fat galleon but it's held up by like these big these spindly propellers right yeah um so that wouldn't fly at all like no. let's just be no. honest yeah, it's not. It's not gonna do it. Physic, uh, physics, physics. Uh, yeah, it's not. Unless the atmosphere is like way different in these these places, it uh, could be. Could be. Um, but then you get like Ragnarok and Eight, which is like the super awesome dragon jet. Yes, it looks like looks like a looks like it should be in Power Rangers, doesn't it? It. Uh, oh yes, right. it, it should is. be like the Dragon's um, Order or whatever. Yes. Or um, whatever the hell the uh okay uh what was the one in ten Final Fantasy ten. Yeah, Fahrenheit. Fahrenheit. Was it Fahrenheit? Fahrenheit? No, was no, it, no. Yeah. Well, could it be Fahrenheit? Because the, be. the one in 10 2 was a Celsius, and that thing was a freaking so. hot rod. That was awesome. Yes. Because yeah. a lot of them, like, I mean, they go from, I mean, a lot of the, the earlier Final Fantasies, it's just like kind of the spindly, like the red wings, you know, kind of yes. the spindly in propeller. Final Fantasy 4, yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They go from like the spindly uh, propellers and airship, like actual ship, you know, galleon types, to being propelled by like, these mystical energy circles yes. or whatever. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so I was thinking, like, you know, the like whatever it is is like magic, right? It goes from actual like mechanics, mechanical to magic. Pretty um, much. Do you have a preference? You think? I mean, they're both pretty cool. Ooh, do I have a preference? I like the one in six. The fa- was it the Falcon? Was the f- was the Falcon with the World of Ruins mm-hmm. that we get right? Yeah. The Falcon. And what was the one in the World Balance that we get? Oh, oh I forgot. That, what's that name in the World Balance? Because that was Setzer's. Ship, that was, right? oh Setzer's airship was badass. It is badass. So then you get the Falcon his yeah. his friends airship was very underground but i thought that was really cool the the falcon i think the falcons uh uh the one uh from the high wind i like the high wind from seven seven yes the the seven one's pretty cool Mm -hmm. i think that's the 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 coolest like old school one Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and then i think the coolest like um like kind of newish kind of like you know monotech type thing um i like the celsius from 10 2 that is pretty cool yeah 10 2 is pretty cool um i do like uh the ragnarok (laughs) <laughs> from eight, right. mm-hmm. and then you know what else I'm gonna say? What the you know one of the few things I did like about twelve? Yes, was um, uh, Balthier's ship. Really, it was pretty badass. It was a little like mini transformer. It was like the Millennium Falcon of <laughs> airships. Awesome. The old beat up pirate, you know, smuggler type deal. So that was <laughs> well, pretty cool. Balthier was a sky pirate, right? Yeah, pretty much. He <laughs> was. Okay. Oh, the the weirdest way to travel. Okay, and then you got Chocobos in Final Fantasy too, right? So yes, I think I think nine did the best I job so. with Chocobo I to travel. So. I was thinking because you thing. had like 
all sorts of ways to travel. You had the red chocobo that could do the mountains, and the blue that could do the water, Mother. and then the, the flying one. The white one, yeah. And then, of course, the gold. And they had their own, like, storyline subplot. You had chocobo paradise and chocobo oh, yeah. heaven. For nine, yes. That was fun. That was pretty cool. I mean, seven was okay, but yeah. it, it must have been a pain in the ass to, like, try to get all the breeding thing done and it's always luck I got to breed this oh, one God, that yeah. one the green one with the black, blue one to get the black one and then that was oh, it, that took that took forever forever <laughs> and a day um, yep. okay so you played 15 more than I did mm-hmm. uh, so the car transforms into like a jet right how was that the car for- transforms to the jet at the end like you get that post game is that oh that really so yeah, it's not like it, it, you don't do it in the game like the main game itself you get it as a car do you get an airship no but your car turns into a flying machine but only post game post game yes well that's lame so really it's well because i know the emphasis was like on traveling and like you know being buddies in a car and just you know (laughs) k-pop bromancing it up so i guess you can do that in an airship i guess so but you know a car is more personal that is one of the cooler ways to travel though because in an airship you got time to like just chill out and that's true yeah but the car you know like, you're traveling you you get to see the whole world while you're like traveling and then it's funny because while you're traveling you talk to your teammates and you get to see them interact oh, okay and yeah. it's actually pretty cool that you get to do that so that's i like that what was the name of so you also had some cars in final fantasy series too there was the little buggy you had an eight and in ten too oh what was the the bronco in seven, remember oh, Bronco yes. in seven, and then mm-hmm. there, wasn't there like a car in eight too? There was I a, like, think a so. car maybe a little. I think a little car. Don't they don't know. do cars too often ex- no. in Final Fantasy, except for I guess the biggest one would be fifteen now. Yes, um, you didn't have much in the way of travel in thirteen. Mm, let's see, thirteen. Not I mean, the first. Not the first one. The not first the, one. Not that we really care. <laughs> I mean, in two, ten, 13 2, you had the Historia Crux, but that was just like, you know, temporal. Te- well, it's time travel. That was just yeah. a way for t- for the screen to load, for the game to load. Hey, hey, 13-3, Lightning Returns. Yeah. Uh, there's traveling, not a lot. Well, no, 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 not like really traveling. Not a lot of traveling. I mean, Lightning goes around, walk, runs around to different parts of the place by train. Yeah. But. That's yeah. pretty much it. Like Although, that. you know, I think that the most unorthodox and craziest way to travel in Final Fantasy, besides the, the, the wormhole in 9 to Terra or Moria or whatever yes. it was, mm-hmm. uh, the space whale. Can you say space whale? Space, space whale. <laughs> oh, the lunar whale. The oh, lunar whale. That was a... Uh, that, that was that's got to that's take the cake, I think, in Final Fantasy for like the ballerest way to travel. Space whale. Well, we have to get to the moon somewhere, right? I know, right? <laughs> well, they go to the. Don't they go to the to the moon in Ragnarok and an eight too? No, no, there was a rocket. That's a, that's a rock. That was, was a rocket, rocket ship. Isn't it? Yeah, I think that was a rocket ship. Yeah, yeah. I think this one. Yeah, you just go and to the moon. Sid has a rocket too. <laughs> yes, but not as cool as space whale. Yep. Sid had, Sid had a rocket in seven got up in orbit, but space whale takes the cake. Yep, because you're on the moon. Come space on, whale come on. takes the cake. <laughs> you're on the moon. On the freaking moon, baby. I just like how it's so cool, like how you travel to the moon from uh, Earth. It's just, mm-hmm. you're on the moon, and then you go, when you go back from the moon to the Earth, you're like, Ooh, we're back. Yep. <laughs> That's it. We're done. <laughs> and we're done. Oh, you know what else just popped in my head that is uh, an awesome way to travel that uh, is in Secret of Mana? Dragon. Ooh. Dragon and cannon. 
So, okay, so, uh, by the way, just found out this week, Secret of Mana getting a re-release in February 2018. February 15, 2018, Secret of Mana re-release, uh, remastered, 3D voices, everything. Hopefully they won't change too much of the music. That'll be dropping for PS4, Vita, and Steam. Thank oh God, God it's on Steam. Oh, thank God. I wonder if it's going to be on Switch. People want to be on, want to get it on Switch because it's Nintendo, and you know, Secret of Mana originally came on. Yeah, but it's, it's Square, right? It was Squaresoft originally, Squaresoft, so yeah. Square Enix is going to release it on stuff. I don't know. Yeah. We'll see. Yeah, that yeah, was. We'll, see. we'll, well see. they released on they released on Nintendo stuff still. They did Last Story oh, on see. on Wii, so I mean they, they still might, have stuff. They stuff might do stuff it. Yeah. Um, but Flammy Dragons. That, dra- that was awesome. I think Flammy's got to be one of the most flamboyant looking dragons. Mm. Very like white <laughs> with like the rainbow collar type thing. I love Flammy. <laughs> yep, that that was an awesome way to. And then canon, Solid. like, how is that safe? How is that a thing? Like, how can you, how can, uh, I don't understand uh, what the, what the, uh, like, okay, there's a, basically there's a caveman running the place and he's just like, okay, I'm going to launch you into the sky. Yep. First of all, like, how do you not get killed? Second of all, when you land, they just bounce and they're totally fine. And like you look at the map, they come, it's not that <laughs> insignificant a height. Like you launch, they launch up like into the mode seven map, <laughs> and then fall back down into the pixelated map, and it's just like, what the hell? I, I just like how so accurate they are when they like. <laughs> when yeah. How was a caveman planning the trajectories so accurately? Like, what the hell? How did they have like uh, you know caveman trigonometry classes going on? Because like he literally looks like they all look like cavemen, right? I mean, you shouldn't judge a book by its cover, but I mean, if you know, it walks like a caveman and talks like a caveman, chances are it's a caveman. Probably. Anyway, <laughs> I don't. I don't know. That's uh, fun. I thought. I thought. I like that kind of travel. It's just seeing them. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was a cool way to travel. Are there, are there any of the dragons in games that you travel on? Isn't didn't Lunar have one? Remember Lunar, Lunar know, Silver yeah. Star yes, Story, yes. and all those. I can't remember if they had dragons or not. Uh, I don't know if you get to ride on dragons. Uh, I know you get to meet dragons, yeah. but I don't think you get to ride on dragons. Oh, so. uh, what about um, the freaking uh, Tales games? Didn't uh, Tales of Symphonia have those those uh, those like those four kind of like rocket ship looking dragon things you flew on? Oh yes, I know what you're talking about. Oh, I forgot yeah. the, what those things are called. It's such a bar. Yeah, that. I know what you're talking about. Though. Those were fun. Tales had some good. Uh, had some good uh, mechanisms to travel by. Yes. Um, they had a couple good airships. Uh, there was a couple boats in there that were pretty cool too. Yep. yep. Um, oh, the I forgot. I forgot one. The Invincible in Final Fantasy with the eyeball. I know. That oh, was that, pretty cool too. Pretty. Um, but uh, anyway, yeah. So th- I know Tales. Tales of the Symphony had those. Those. Oh, the, the Riards. 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 Oh my god, how did I remember that? It just popped in your head. Just popped in your head. head right? Riards, yeah, those are freaking badass. The one that I like, yeah. that I really like, is epic for Chrono Trigger time travel. Oh, fuck travel. yeah. Time travel. That's another good way. It's like time travel. Mm-hmm. Totally. Mm-hmm. The epic. Oh my god. And the cool awesome. thing about the epic was it was alive. It had a, it had a little consciousness. Remember then, in the end, they're like, yes. maybe the epic has knows to come back. Like mm-hmm. It's got a little little soul in it. Yeah, because I like how they had that story with the epic, like how he got made and then how he got transformed into a flying machine. Oh, because of Dalton? Yeah, yes. remember that guy? That guy is such a jerk off. He's like the Zap Brannigan of Chrono Trigger. 
He's like, oh, this is the, the, the super amazing, awesome Dalton Mach 1 or Part 1 or whatever. And then he's like, we're going to upgrade. He puts those ostentatious, like the gold wings and the gold fins on it. But that made it look badass. And it did. Around. And he's like, oh, we can fly now. Yay. Yeah. <laughs> and the cool thing about that one was you could choose choose the fate of the epic. Like you could choose to crash it into Lavos to get yourself further in. Mm-hmm. You could choose to leave it behind. Like that was cool. Like I did like that. One of the best endings of any game ever is when you're flying around in the epic in the end. Oh, like when while everybody's celebrating, you know, the defeat of Lavos and all the the fireworks going off. Yeah, God, that, that was an awesome game. And so I, good. It was it was really good. So good. <laughs> um. One of the other cool ways to, I mean, I, as games got bigger and more expansive, you had a lot more teleportation going on. So, um, a lot of the, uh, uh, you know, there's different ways of teleporting stuff. One of the things we were just we were just playing earlier uh, was Legend of Zelda, the uh, Breath, Breath of the, of the Wild. Wild, and you teleport <laughs> from towers in there. Um, Zelda's got some pretty good travel mechanisms. One of which is duck. If you remember from Link's Awakening, Ooh, yes. or not Link's Awakening, uh, Link to the Past. Mm-hmm. The duck that you get out uh, by playing the flute. Oh yeah, uh-huh. you can travel by duck. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Link. He he, you get the flute and he'll fly down and pick you up and yep, give you to a different like, destination. Oh yeah, I remember that now. You've also got those bird, the Skyloft birds, Ooh. the birds in uh in a uh, uh, Skyward Sword. Nice. Um, let's see what else do you have in Link. Um, what's the horse's name again? Epona. Epona. Good old fashioned horseback. Yes, yes. Well, a lot of these open world games that, like you know, Skyrim and and all these huge games, like, um, you got like horses or or things, but not really like, you know, ones that run through the series that you develop a relationship with over time. Yeah. You know, so that was kind of cool to have that going on. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. another way to travel, uh, at least like, um, as far as teleportation goes, is beaming. Like, this is the one thing I don't understand. Like, like teleportation beaming like Star Trek or whatever like that, <laughs> where it's like they de like, and every 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 series or you know show or or game has its own lore about teleportation. Mm-hmm. Um, but basically, you're deconstructed in some way and then reconstituted the other. And be it like in in Breath of the Wild when he's like digitized or whatever, and, and then re-digitized, up, yes, and then they're recombobulated somewhere else or. In Star Trek, you know, they deatomize you, put you through a pattern buffer, send you over a matter stream, bring you back out, put you back together. Mm-hmm. You're being created and destroyed. Like, you're being reconstituted and deconstituted. So, okay. yeah. is it ever really you coming back, right? That's like, a... is it you or is it a different you? Like, remember that movie, The Prestige? Yes. With Hugh Jackman, where yes. the Tesla yeah. guy builds him a... A machine mm-hmm. that takes him apart and him then apart. makes it makes it or it clones him, right? Yes. Oh, yeah. And it I makes him appear that. somewhere like somewhere a little far away. Mm-hmm. And so he has to keep killing himself to keep the illusion alive sure because he doesn't want like a million clones of him. Like there was a million hats laying around Tesla's house because he that's, kept cloning the hats or whatever. That's crazy. So like, that's the kind of question I'm asking. Is like, well, do we have a clone? is there you know you're creating and destroying yourself like so one one of you is being destroyed like in invest prestige like he's very literally killing himself mm-hmm. but like in star trek like when you know captain kirk beams down to a planet is captain kirk getting killed each time and then being created again or is it the same captain kirk because like because the atoms 
Robbie. I think they're the same, but you know, Kirk. Kirk himself is disintegrated. (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) It's philosophically philosophically heavy to say the least. Yes. Um, but you know, teleportation is a tricky subject. Like that's uh a a philosophical issue is like you know because like they say like matter can't be created or destroyed right yeah could just be rearranged so i guess it is you in a way but is it really you is it really is it really you i mean we're heading toward i mean it's it's scary but we're kind of heading towards that kind of yeah kind of thing with teleportation that's true and of course like with the teleportation like it's like instant travel right yep or almost instant so like you age less than everybody else does when you travel that way. Like if like um oh, yeah, take true. a take Battlestar Galactica for instance. Like they were they were in the newer one. They were like uh, mm-hmm. jumping right. They were FTL jumping, so they'd leap right. Mm-hmm. So by the time they they kept leaping around, and then the Cylons kept leaping around after them. Like they kept like jumping around, playing like tag over the galaxy. Mm-hmm. Like they were aging at different rates. That's like so were they catching up with each other like. Were the humans like a certain number of years older, and the Cylons were like behind them, mm-hmm. or vice versa? I never really got that. Well, because the Cylons don't really age anyway, but the human beings would have started aging That's relative true. to the Cylons. That's the problem with with all this warping around and Star Trek warp speed and hyperspace and in uh in uh in Star Wars and these FTL jumping Battlestar Galactica. When you start covering yeah. those distances, like you start having to worry about like, well, we're traveling and this is cool and we're exploring, but hey. Time jumps like it's a little weird. Space time continuum. Yeah. <laughs> I know, seriously, it's all messed up. That's so who true. knows who, who? Do we really know what time it is, Pookie, <laughs> or when it is? No, we do not. We don't. It, that's that's, all, that's scary. Yeah, we don't really know what time it is. It's all relative. That's <laughs> yeah, true. It's all relative dimensions in space. Tardis. Oh, did you see what I did there? Oh, oh. Phone booth, phone booth, way to travel is a phone booth for Doctor Who. Uh, wow, the tire. So it's bigger inside than the outside. Well, because he's just messing with dimensions there, so it's like dimensional space traveling. So, I mean, yeah, he just met. Yeah, yeah. So that's he's just folding himself. But because it's locked in a, in a, in a police box. Yep. See, that's what I like. I like traveling in ways that other people travel in, but just in forms that are unconventional, like a space whale or a police box. <laughs> I think I think that's that's pretty cool. That is true. I think it's cooler when you think of the like the weirdest looking way to travel. Um, I know, just spin around, ooh, yeah. across the galaxy. <laughs> oh, you know what's a good way to travel? Uh, speaking of like unorthodox way to travel, uh, infinite improbability drive in uh, Hitchhiker's <gasps> Guide. Oh my god! Like yes. how improbable something yes. is. Do you see you saw that movie with Moses? I Gaff, saw right? I, I saw that movie. It was oh, I'm I liked it, but. It, it just stopped at like the after the end of the first book. It just stopped. I'm like, oh, like yeah, the first it didn't like, go on. I know. I'm like, damn it. And, and it should it, go on. But they should have made a franchise out of that one. Should have, but unfortunately, like some of the actors, like they didn't Alaric, want to go. Well, and Alaric Min passed away, so he can't. Oh, he was Marvin. I yeah. like Marvin. Marvin was Marvin was like, I'm depressed. I know, <laughs> poor robot guy. I know, but I did like the movie. I just I I could see why people. Uh, if you didn't read the book, you wouldn't understand what the heck is going on. Yeah, what movie. the what the hell is going on? But I read I read the book. My my husband let me like wanted me to read the book. I was like, okay, let's read the book. And it was I liked it. It's I hilarious. Read, it's hilarious. If you guys haven't read a Douglas Adams, read Douglas it's, Adams. It's, he is he's amazing. It is amazing. It is, it is awesome. Um, <laughs> but uh, anyway, 
Um, no, no, infinite improbability drive is like you can travel anywhere at any time mm-hmm. or anywhere in the universe if you know how improbable it is <laughs> to get there. Or like, like they, I think Adams has a great kind of wibbly wobbly timey wimey way of explaining it, you know, pseudo scientifically in the books. But yep. um, the, the, in the books, it's shaped like a shoe. <laughs> it's called the Heart of Gold. It's shaped kind of like a shoe. Oh, yeah. In the in the in the, in the uh, in the in the movie, it's like a big ball, like a round ball with a like a like a swirling yeah, center in it, which I, I thought was pretty I, cool too. Wait, isn't the Heart of Gold like the ship itself that? Was that was on? What was the? Wasn't that the ship? The starship had a heart of gold. Was where is the ship? That where they the Oh, that's right. Okay, okay. Um, that's that. That's I think. Yeah. So yeah, the, that that's that that's the thing that's kind of unique is improbability is a way to travel. Like, yes. Who knew? Right. That is true. Highly improbable way to travel using improbability. <laughs> All right, back to games. Um, you play Lupia too, right? The Sinistrals, right? Yeah, the, the, Sin- the yeah, Rise yeah. of the Sinistrals. You know, they're traveling, like, you know, they hit the boat first, and then they change it to a, like, a submarine, and they mm-hmm. finally they get it to, to an airship. So it's funny. It's like you get one vehicle, mm-hmm. and you can tr- you can change it into three different ways of oh, transportation. Oh, yeah, it transforms <laughs> into whatever you need. I know. <laughs> it's like... I wish I could do that. That's <laughs> cool. Oh, there's some other games that do that. It just transforms. It's like okay, transform. Transformers. That's a good way to. to... That's, I was digging. That, that's that. one area we haven't covered yet. It's like Transformers and Battle Mechs. Like, Ooh. like um, the power arm, power. power armors and stuff like that. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, that's a way to travel. Like, tight, like in Titanfall or Mech Warrior, you have like things that. I mean, it's more of a militarized kind of weapon way to travel, but it is a way to travel. That's true. I, you I was, can leap pretty far. That's true. I was thinking like the Power Rangers and their Zords. You know how they have their Zords. They, it's a car, like one. Yeah, one's one a car. Season, one one's season, like yeah, a, they transform into a. Yeah. <laughs> um one game I'm playing kind of right now is uh this game called Valley and you have like an exosuit that um allows you to run fast and like absorb fall damage and um you can you can walk on magnetic you can magnetize metal and walk on it upside down. Mm-hmm. Um kind of like an all terrain type thing, but it's powered by the life seed of this valley. Okay. So like the more you use it, the more it sucks up the life out of this valley. So you have to find these orbs to keep pumping life into the valley or else you can't use your suit's powers. Wow. Isn't that cool? That, so you, you basically have to kill things to fuel the suit, but then you can give life back to the things around you to fuel the suit more if you find these power-ups and stuff. That's Very interesting. interesting mechanism, but suits that let you do like crazy acrobatic stuff and uh, leave tall buildings in a single bound. And, wow, really? And, you know, kind of like just... Make uh the ter- make large amounts of terrain your bitch. <laughs> I like those kinds of ways of traveling, giving you power over your or gradually increasing power over your environment is an awesome way to kind of like travel. Um, like like think of, think of like Samus's suit from Metroid. Like mm-hmm. she's got the speed booster, she's got grapple beam, she gets different ways to conquer terrain. Mm-hmm. That's traveling. That's true. Yeah, you know, that that game. Pow- power suits and power armor. That's a different cast altogether, though. <laughs> Um, we, we'll talk about that when that. That's when yeah. The time comes. <laughs> we'll make it. We'll make a, another cast for like power suits and power armor. But like traveling, it's weird because like you think about the concept of traveling and it. In some ways, it takes time. In some ways, it reduces time. Like it just changes you a lot. Traveling has a lot to do with changing your perception of how time passes. You know, because like think about like when you when like the first covered wagons were going across the the country, right? Mm-hmm. And now we just hop through in jet planes, and it just changes your concept of like 
time time and, and space. space yeah right that's true so i have a question for you yeah <laughs> how about superman's power of flight oh flight right? oh good one <laughs> what oh. would you think i think that's a pretty amazing power right there that's an <laughs> awesome power to have a good way to travel um <laughs> one thing i never understood about flying though is so people with flying powers the faster you fly the more friction you've got right with the air mm-hmm. so eventually you're going to be like air resist. You're gonna you, you air have to resist. be super durable and super strong in order to fly super fast right if you're just flying like 15 20 miles an hour <laughs> That'd be awesome, but I mean, it'd take you a while to get anywhere. Because, like, you ever stick your hand out the window going 80 miles an hour on the freeway? Yeah, or G- stick your face out? Or look at a dog's G- face look at the G- when they stick their... Yeah, out. like, <laughs> eventually, no one looks as good as Superman does flying in real life because their faces would be pushed back like a dog's face when they are flying, right? That is so true. Yeah. That, that is true. So, so I mean, Superman. <laughs> there's the idealized, like, Superman flying where things works perfectly. And then there's the realistic type of flying, you know, where, oh, good. Um, do you remember the movie The Rocketeer? Are many people have rocket packs or jet packs? Yes, yes. Like, where it's I like, really oh, like. I've got thrusters, but I got to make sure I'm not burning my ass off with the thrusters. And I mean, I wore a helmet. So, you know, and I have to have all the safety gear and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. there's a lot of practicalities with flying. That's um, true. But if you're super invulnerable and super fast and you have flight, just like, <laughs> Because it's like your power, super, yeah. Like then yeah, totally. But <laughs> like for me, if that was actually like a thing, like because I can actually envision getting in a, a jet or a ship or a submarine or mm-hmm. a car or whatever. So if I wanted to fly by like as an individual, like with a jet pack or some type of like suit or something like that, I mean, I don't think it would be as cool as Superman. I know that's true. That's true. But it's, that's rea- that, that's the difference between reality and fantasy. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, nerd funnelers, if you've got, uh, oh, do you have anything more, Fugi? I'm sorry. Uh, I didn't no. mean to cut you off. Uh, don't worry about that. Um, no, I think I'm good so far. We no, covered no. a lot. I mean, it's a, it's a huge topic we can always come back to. But. Yeah, that's true. So when we think of some more, we'll, we'll come back to this. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, if you have any ideas on cool ways to travel, how you like to get around in games, in TV, in movies, uh, different mechanisms of moving your ass from one place to the next. <laughs> Uh, let us know, nerdfunnel.com, uh, youtube.com slash nerdfunnel, and uh, facebook.com slash nerdfunnel. Uh, until then, you've been nerdfunneled. Bye, everyone.